Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. This is episode 108 for the week of January 7th, 2020. We're in the new year. It's not 2019 anymore. Thank God. But you know what? Uh, we're not going to get political on the show, but if you've, if you've seen what's happened in the world of the United States and Australia and Iran... 2020 is not that great so far. Um, but that's besides the point. We're here to talk about some Halo. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the Minnesota Vikings jersey, Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you this afternoon? Be angry, Saints fan. You can be angry all you want, but we won that game. Uh, <laughs> School doing, Vikings! I'm doing good, man. It was uh, Spent some time watching the game, the Vikings game with the family. Yes. Really good time. Um, yeah, I'm ready to do the show. Talk about some Halo. What do we have on the show for the people this week? Thank you for the amazing segue as usual, Will. On this week's episode, we have a legend returns. A tournament announcements and recaps galore. More free agents for Anaheim have been added, so Will's going to be talking about those names. He's going to be so excited. Uh, the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCSP for short matchup number nine, quarterfinal results, which is Royal 2 going up against Frosty. And uh, the results surprised the fuck out of me. And then the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HPCCASB for short matchup number 10, which is another quarterfinal discussion. Shotzi going up against Snakebite. Should be fun. Then we have uh, a little update on the studio. So HCS Pro Talk in 2020. And then a lack of regular news. Then we have some video games. But before we get into any of that, it's time for COD. Another games. Oh, watch Hey, Will, what do we got? Well, it says there's nothing to report at this time. All right. Uh, Would you have something? I didn't, I didn't know this until Uh-oh. I looked the other day, but Formal has one of the, he, he has one of the, um, he's like in the top 10 for subs on Twitch. No shit. I didn't know that. It's kind of crazy. Kind of sneaking under the radio, radar a little bit. That's awesome. So Good for him. Little COD news there. Yeah. Former Halo Pro as well. Gotta love Formal. There we go. He's good shit. Um, I, he was playing with, uh, Dr. Disrespect a lot lately. Okay. So I'm, I'm wondering if that helped boost him. Sure. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, he's also one of the most recognizable names in call of duty. That's very true. Yeah. That's very true. There's multiple world titles. Good point. Yeah. But no, I, I understand like in, in terms of the stream game, he was, he, he was pretty big before. Yeah. But then when competing, I think he dropped off a little bit. Now he might be just getting back into it. So perfect. Good stuff. There we go. Hey, Will. It's time for some competitive news. First and foremost, when we say a legend returns, we meant it. Europa Halo is back and made some announcements for 2020. This is by Europa Halo. It's a series of tweets. I'm going to read through them. Here we go. New video series. So their plan for 2020. There's a new video series named Insight Halo, which is coming. Open appeal to work with anyone, tournament organizers, or personalities on projects. Tournaments and community nights for EU Halo in 2020. European Halo LAN is in the works. And Halo Wars Season 2. So much good stuff coming up. The next piece of information. If you are a tournament organization or personality that wishes to work with an experienced person like myself, I am always available for a chat. We want to use 2020 to work with organizations and people on projects around the world and not just Europe. DMs are open. Again, these, these are all from at Europa Halo on Twitter. Next tweet. Staff update. 
We've gotten lots of applications to work with us as part of the team. We are closing the head caster position. We'll announce the person taking the role soon. We are adding one role to the others. That's community leader representative. DM for more info on the role. In the final tweets, with their new head caster taking a big role in broadcast and being announced tomorrow, they will be wanting new casters to join the team. If you want to get involved in casting and commentary work, apply via a DM to me. Again, that is at Europa Halo on Twitter. Check them out. Make some phenomenal content. Him and the team. And I am so glad that he's back. You, we need that EU Halo representation. We got it. 2020 is going to be a big year. Can't wait. The next news story, Play Isolation announces a Halo Reach 4v4 in partnership with the Female Pro League. This is by Play, Play Isolation on Twitter, and I quote, Halo Reach 4v4 $1,000 USD tournament. Free to enter. First place takes home $600. Second place takes home $300. Therefore, by math, third place takes home $100. Uh, FPL verified only. Therefore, you need to be verified with the Female Pro League. You can go ahead and check out, I believe it's... Actually, I don't want to mess up the, uh, the tag, so... Search for Female Pro League on Twitter. You can find their website. You can get verified there. The date is January 26th, 2020, and you can sign up at the link provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Do it up. And the final piece of competitive news, we have Kinsey asked an important question. This is by Kinsey on Twitter, and I quote, Is there an HCS Halo Discord? I'm thinking of one where players can go for announcements, updates on teams, looking for scrims, free agents, etc. We used to have the MLG forums, but now all we really have is Twitter. Well, Kinsey, I'm going to say this. While ours is not an official HCS Discord, we have some of that information that you're looking for. Uh, We're also obviously going to shout out noobcombo.com. Check them out. Twitter is a great way to get information as well. And then as Tashi replied to your tweet stated, there is an HCS thread section in the official Halo Discord, but nothing official yet. And then if you read the replies to all the tweets, um... People want to get this going in an official capacity, have Halo's and HCS's name behind it, and uh, hopefully they're working on something. So yeah, I think it'd be nice to have an all-in-one hub. You know? That'd be cool. And that's it for the competitive news. Upcoming Tournaments of the Week presented by, hey, guess what? Noobcombo.com. Go to noobcombo.com for all your Halo esports needs. On Wednesday, January 8th, we have Game Shark's Halo Reach 2v2 on PC and... Xbox, two separate tournaments, two separate tournament links. Check out both in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show or on noobcopper.com. And then on Saturday, January 11th, we have the uh, AA Studios Halo Reach Money Tuesday 2v2. It's a Halo Reach PC 2v2 tournament hosted by Louis V. Titan. This is a $100 winner-take-all tournament. Finals will be streamed and all donations received during the finals tournament uh, will be added to the money pot. It's a best of five, 25 kills to win, two minutes of sudden death, no bloom, no sprint, hardcore settings. Must have the capability to stream both point of views in the event you make it to the finals. And then finally, we have the SWAT Nation SWAT Runner 2020 kickoff. Y'all already know we about to reach around the U year with a blast from the past. Grab your 2010 SWAT duo and sign up for the SWAT Runner 2020 kickoff. For us to make this tourney happen, we require at least one person to stream their POV on Twitch from each team. Everyone is welcome to stream. We are just asking for this one requirement so that we can appropriately cast the tournament. When signing up, you will indicate who on your team will have a clean broadcast, a minimum of one per team, and agree to allow us to co-stream. 
Teams of two will compete for a piece of a $500 prize pool. Additional contributions to increase the prize pool are more than welcome. So what's the format? Xbox, MCC Reach, SWAT. Who would have thought? Score to 25. It's a 2v2. Frags are enabled. And you can use the SWAT runner game type in Twitch nap times with a Z. File share on MCC. Maps will include Powerhouse, Zealot, Countdown, Asylum, Nexus, The Pit, and Battle Canyon. Maps are subject to change, and these are the tuned SWAT maps from MCC SWAT. So when is it? The tournament will take place on Swatterday, January 11, 2020 at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with a registration deadline of Wednesday, January 8, 2020 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bracket will go live immediately after. Rules for this and all other SWAT Nation tournaments can be found in the rules page. And by signing up, you acknowledge you've read and agreed to the rules. It's required to have players streaming this one for casting purposes. But how do you register? You can sign up at the bottom of the page at the Google Doc in the show notes of the show. Enter your player and stream information in the form. And that's it for your upcoming tournaments of the week. I will. What do we got next? Rustermania. All right. So it looks like the free agent list by Veronica to Google Doc has been updated. Let's run through them. I heard there's some more names for you, Will. That's what you said earlier. This is the first time I'm looking at the doc, so I didn't prepare myself. Good. So get ready. Do it live. Doing it live. All right. Let's, <laughs> let's get into it. Um, free agents include Midshot, J-Rock, Nikolai, Nebzanity, Jackson Fives, Magic, Phantom Snake, Pollock, Crossfire, Skaduff, Mike Fathom, Eddie, with like seven Ds. Um, just the OG, Synapse X, Kevin Clutch. Does it looks like Shinedown? Look at look at his uh, Twitter at. Yeah, it's got to be Shinedown. It is. Yeah. Okay. Six oh eight oh four, Nade Fox, Wargwa, Treka, Yoltsyap, Mad Cow, RB six seven eight four. Banging Models. God damn it. <laughs> Devin Vert. Paluski. Captain Choke. Tran QF. I don't know. Tran QF. Um, Vitamins. Alleged. Sinfless. Derek? I'm going to go with Derek or Dverk. I don't know. It's Renru, Lieutenant's Condor, a Wild Panther with a Z at the end, Xavier, J Gravity, Swell Air, obviously Queen, Faisal 2, Travels of Dan, Repub 5s, Young Sue, TM Tenacity, a, a Cisco Disco, the, the Suave Man, ooh. And Vin, Vinal, Vinautical, Vinautical, I'm, I'm, that's, that's it, Vinautical, sure. You got it. We got there. Um, and then we do have a couple teams that are forming that are looking for more players. Uh, these teams, the first team includes Crisp6, Restrict, and Kilastrophe. And then the second team is Dren. 
smoked and monstrous. Looking both looking for one more player. That wasn't actually too bad. That's that's it for the doc. You're not done yet. I'm Oh. It's okay. This isn't that bad either. Okay. She's she's added tabs to the doc, people. Um so we have more team of twos. The first team is Slagies and Sacrifice. Second team is Veronica and Dreamy. Dreamy Dream. Can't forget that. Um, third team is Wiley Coyote and King Durling. And last team is I Lacking and I Venomous. Moving on to team of threes. There's nothing under that tab because it was on the first tab. It has yet to be edited. Voila. Now I've made it through. It didn't seem that long. Not as long as I expected. More names, though, which is good. Uh, yeah, a few more names. Hopefully they get picked up by a team so they can p- compete. Hopefully play. they make some teams. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, why don't these people just uh, get together? Get a squish. random number generator and just like, yeah. I, I uh, Pikachu, I choose you. That's it. And there's your team. Yep, that's it. Go, go compete. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Um, other than that, not a lot going on for uh, Rostermania. All right. It will. Yes, sir. What do we got for the tournament and league recaps for the week? All right. What we got, first off, is Southeastern Esports Monthly Medley, number two, Halo Reach, 2v2, and we have those results for you. We do. That was a mouthful. It was. (laughs) In seventh and eighth, we have two-time, which was... This is going to be more like roster radio. Yeah, this is going to be real fun for you. Sedangle in Montau, one, two, three, four. And then Team Two Dead, which was Mels- Melzish and Skewdy. So I'm, I'm going with that. Um, in fifth through sixth, we had Team SSJ, which was Sparta and the Devil Cry. And then second team here was Insane Shinobis. And that was Saiyan Shinobi and Zeker. In fourth was Team Yo. This was Will, Zam, and Shaoman. In third was Bombo, which was... Oh, la, la, Bombo! Quicksilver and James Arbin. Did you enjoy that? I, I did. I in did. Second, in second was Duncan, no donuts. This was Nexium and Thorium. And first went to Team Anime, King Nick, and its name. They took home 50 bucks. Nice. Second up, we have the AA Studios Halo 5 Mythic Tournament results. Josh was excited for this, considering he yes. enjoyed his one game of Mythic. My, my brief time with Mythic. Did you Did you ever rank? Did you play some more? No. Oh, okay. You know, I I moved. That, that was kind of a big thing that happened. So, no, I haven't had fucking time. <laughs> All right. In this tournament, in 7th and 8th, first team was Half Clout. This was Spar, Apollo 9, Valkyrie, and Venzi. And second was Krusty Crushers. This included Maw, Wardog, um, Bonifa? I don't know. I don't know. And, and Soils. Okay. Um, and fifth through sixth was Menk Me Daddy. Like, like Menke. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really good. That's pretty good. Um, this was team, or this included Patman, Rapscallion, Exotic Sniper 117, and Ghost 1010 um, I, d- I did type all those out. And then also in fifth through sixth was Old Men of Halo. This was Devoted, Char to the Lee, Type N, and Extortion. In fourth place was Head Glitch. This was MGE Icon, Nexion, Dark Reaper 1337, and Dr. Grandy. 
In third place went to Olden Post-It. This team included Ghost Wave, Brother Adam, Saint 16, and Fidgets. In second place was SWAT Nation. This was Kakashi, Clutch Domes, NSG Serial, and Smoke. And in first place, we have Team Zero. This included Simply Fear Me, Devil Dog OG, Slabith, and J Undead S. They took home 100 bucks. Nice job. Moving on to the last tournament of the week, we have the HCS Throwdown, Throwback Throwdown. Number Throwdown! Two. I, I knew it was coming, and that's what was in my head. That's why, again, HCS Throwback Throwdown. Number two results, mouse and keyboard only. Snipers, SWAT, and Hardcore. Fourth place was Team Royal 2. That included Royal 2, Shazam, Gigs, and Action Man. They took home 500 bucks. In third place was Team Hysteria. Again, Hysteria. Ubernick, Spartan, and Maniac. They took home $1,500. Second place, Team Lethal. Lethal, Active, Vetoed, and Fear Itself. Three grand to them. And in first place was Team Snakebite. Snakebite, 72 hours, Monster, and Eco. Five grand going to them. All links will be provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show. Thank you, Will. And that's what we have for tournament and league recaps of the week. It's time for the topics. We got the HS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number nine results. It's Royal 2 going up against Frosty Wilder. Rum roll, please. What surprised me was what happened. With 53.7% of the vote, your winner is Frosty. I take it you voted for him, Will? I did vote for Frosty. Okay. For me, I'll I'll just say for me, he was so exciting to watch. He was. Um, He He changed the game. Yeah, at, at the time he innovated the game. Just... It's cool to see. Yeah, he's a great player. Both of them are great. And then Royal 2 obviously took home uh, 46.3% of the vote. I have a feeling this one's going to screw with a lot of people's brackets. Yeah, I believe I saw a lot of Royal 2s winning at the end. Ooh, this is going to be scary. So So, uh, when I go to work tomorrow, I'll be taking out all the brackets. I have them all in a manila envelope. (laughs) And then after every week, I go through and I mark up. Line them out? Yep, I do. All right. So I'm going to be doing that tomorrow. We're going to see what happens. All right, it's time for the HS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket or HBTCSB for short matchup number 10 discussion. Shotzi going up against Snakebite. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of have the same scenario we had last week. Yep. Old vet versus newcomer. Newcomer was a fast player. Innovated Halo 5. Yep. So the one thing I'll say when comparing like a Frosty to a Shotzi where Frosty came in and let's say turned Halo 5 up to like a 5 when Shotzi came in he turned it up to like 11. Uh, one 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 other thing I wanted to when you're looking at Frosty I mean the matchup is Snakebite versus Shotzi but when you're looking at Frosty versus Shotzi yep. Shotzi kind of Built a team around him. He did. Where Frosty joined an established team already. Yep. And the funny thing is, is that I was so, I don't know what it was about that splice roster, but man, that thing, oh my God, 
it it reminded me. So when that spice roster came into the fold, it reminded me of that CLG roster at the beginning of Halo five, that dominant, nobody could touch them. No one could compete with them. They're just simply that good. Here's your new dynasty. That's what it felt like to me when they came onto the scene. I couldn't believe it. It it reminded me of like final boss back in the day. They were that team. You don't, you couldn't, nobody could hold a candle to that team. For me, it was honestly frustrating a little bit because it's like, they're going to win. Yep. And we saw this change during Splice's reign is that the, the CLG or Tox fans really came out because you had this team that just burst onto the scene and took over, it seemed like overnight. Yeah, it's exactly what it seemed like. And you're like, wait a second, that, that shouldn't happen in Halo. These guys should have to work a little harder for this. Yep. Um, but we finally got that competition we were talking about with Tox, but then it shifted. We were like, why is Splice dominating? They shouldn't be dominating. Let's go Tox, take your reign back. And then you talk about that Splice roster, and they're, they're the first time I think I've ever seen a team state that they don't practice in fours. No, they were running twos. They run 2v2s against each other. And you don't hear that. You don't hear that happening. And I'm thinking to myself over here, you guys are running twos. You're not practicing against other teams, learning their strategies and whatnot. But I think one of them, I forgot who it was on that team, but I swear I believe I heard one of them say in an interview or something that, they don't need to play against the other teams because they're the best. Like you're, you're competing those twos that they're running. They're against each other. Therefore they're playing against the best, which is themselves. They don't need to play against Tox because they're better than them. They don't need to scrim against reciprocity because they're better than them. Plain and simple. And during their reign there, they were undoubtedly the best team. It was, we, we, like you said, we wanted something so badly to compete with Tox, right? We wanted them to be like, ah, oh, this is, these grand finals are so boring because they steamroll like every single time. And then that Spice roster comes in, you're like, who the fuck are these kids? What? It, it was unbelievable. But, um, Snakebite. What, what else? What else is there to say? It's snakebite. It's snakebite. We we literally, last week, we talked about two of his other teammates for the longest time. You talk about somebody who has just an incredible amount of poise, determination. He's so calm. He doesn't, he never gets worked up about anything. He's like the like like the rock of that team, and you need somebody like that on your team in case in case things start to go sideways or whatever. You always have that person to look to. Now they all kind of remained calm and whatnot, but Snakebite was the captain of that team. And when you look over to that member of that team and you see him, you're like, "No, we got this. Let's let's tune out all the shit, buckle in, and let's go." To that point, even, um, I believe it was the last Halo 3 tournament against Lux where there was a questionable spot where um, Ryan Noob jumped on um, Ball. Uh, ball yeah. Guardian Ball. Guardian Ball, yep. 
in between the tree, and it was they were showing it on Snake Bites monitor, and he's very calm and just pointing, and you know Royal Two's getting all excited in there. Member from Lux comes over, and they're talking about it, and um, but the whole time he's just sitting there looking at it, very calm. You're right, very calm. Yep. And, you know, level headed for the team. Exactly. And when you like I, normally on the comms, I hear like when they do listens listenings and whatnot, I hear Frosty like piping up a lot, like get, getting the team going, so on and so forth. And it's, and it's uh, Royal One, the coach, and Snakebite, who are those calming voices and be like, guys, this is exactly what we need to do. We already know how to play our game. Let's go in. Let's play our game. We know exactly. We know how to win, right? We've been in this situation before. Play your game. Know your role. Taking a quote from the Patriots, do your job, and everything will be just fine. And then they just kept winning. So, like I said, I don't think much needs to be said in terms of stats and whatnot for Snakebite, right? We already know how established he is. Him and Royal 2 have been together for so long. And there's a reason why he's a captain of that team. He's undoubtedly one of the greatest Halo players of all time. He he can be... He can... He can be in that conversation for, I'd say, top five players of all time. I think he can be in that conversation. If you take if you take everything into consideration, where he came from, where he's at right now, like we're competing. Like guys, we, we had a we had a rerun of tournaments from Halo Three. Now, sure, the game doesn't play exactly one to one like it did on the 360 way back, but it's still, for all intents and purposes, Halo Three. We're about to have a resurgence of Halo Reach events, maybe Halo 2 Anniversary events, Halo 2 Classic, whatever it may be when the other games come to PC, so on and so forth until Infinite releases. Snakebite's still the top of the game. Still. That says a lot. And I know he has Royal 2 with him. I know he has Lethal with him. I know he has APG with him. But that's nothing against his skill as an individual player. That's nothing against his skill as a captain of that team. I think this one's going to be tough again. Because you have you have somebody who's remained dominant consistently throughout the HCS. And then you have Shotzi, who again, like Frosty, like Hook, made... You know what? I'll say that Shotzi probably made the biggest splash in Halo 5. Veteran newcomer doesn't matter. I think in terms of a player himself, I think Shotzi was the person. Like originally I maybe thought it was Renegade, but no, when Shotzi came in, it was a shift. Competitive Halo 5 took a dramatic shift when Shotzi came on the scene. You saw people, you saw that team, that player move in ways I had never imagined. Where Frosty kind of reinvented the jumping and finding spots in Halo 5, I think Shotzi redefined movement in that game. And that's huge. That's When you find a player that can do something like that, that's insane. And now he's on one of the, probably going to be one of the best COD rosters of this season. But in terms of the HCS, yes, he didn't compete in H2A. He was too young. He actually didn't start competing in Halo 5 
until kind of towards the tail end of Halo 5 because, again, he was too young. When he became of age, oh boy, that game was never the same. And then the other funny thing is he wanted to go to Call of Duty, but again, he was too young. But as soon as he became of age in Call of Duty, now he's on the Dallas Empire. Good luck, man. Not not to him, to everybody else that's going against him. Good luck. That's what I'll say. I don't think I have much more to add. If anything, I, I am curious to see how um, shots he does in Call of Duty, considering there isn't that high mobility in this iteration. Right. right. It's more about angles and knowing when to push. But, I mean, all that is... I've seen some crazy sliding and whatnot in competitive, the new modern warfare. Oh yeah. Like when you watch some scrims and whatnot, people are just like, can you move that fast? Really? I don't know. I die too quick to find out. So that's just me. (laughs) Well, we'll have to see where the Twitter poll lands. Yes. Uh, We were shocked last week. I thought Royal two had, I thought he had an edge. I mean, yeah, I, I could agree. Um, but it's all about what the community wants. It is. I'm, I, I'm guaranteed that shook up some brackets. So so we'll see what uh, happens moving forward. Yes. Uh, look for the poll. Um, usually goes up on Wednesdays, the day after the episode releases. Yes. I was late on this one, so I apologize. I mean, on the last one, but I won't be late this time. It's all good. All right. And the last, the last piece of topic here, uh, I just want to say that. So I'm officially moved in to the new place. Uh, most of the boxes are cur- are unpacked and ready to go. And Will came over New Year's Day. We did some shopping. We got furniture all taken care of in the studio. The studio is coming along nicely. We've got some stuff being delivered this week. And, uh, yeah, I- I'm not going to say a lot. I'm just going to say that I'm very excited for the finished product and what it's going to be. Also, I talked to, uh, I'll just say this. I talked to Natana. We were out shopping today, getting some stuff for the house. And, uh, I told her our idea of the potential TV. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, that's, that might be a thing. Oh boy. Yes. I think it's a great idea. I'm not saying anything else. Like, I'm trying right, to keep this right. as vague as possible so people be like, what the fuck are they even talking about? But yeah. Okay. Things are coming along. Yes. We have we have foam coming this week. Yeah, it's just going to be a foam party every week. Yeah. Going to get some uh, dance music going. Exactly. We're going to get uh, we're gonna one of those bubble makers. Ooh. Yep. We're just literally going to have foam. Flying from the ceiling. Yeah, perfect. I like it. I, I love it. I think it's a great idea. That's Electronics work. and everything. Yeah, it's going to work well with, yep. the, uh, with the equipment. It will. It's going to be great. I also did realize that uh, we need we do need to order those blackout curtains. Because while it does get darker during the winter here in Minnesota, it's uh, I was in the room today, and like that sun was just beating on that window. And it was, it was blinded by the light. Oh, boy. Wrapped up like a deuce, another runner in the nut. Don't copyright me. It was live. Right. Oh, is it only recorded content? 
Maybe. I mean, I thought it sounded just like them. So, I mean. I mean, yeah. I mean <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Get out of here. Um, yeah. Exciting things on the horizon. Yes. I can't wait, man. It's going to be so good. Whew. We see to I get mean, the camera shit figured out. As soon as we get the foam set up in the room. Yep. Which you guys will see what that is. Um, yes. Then the, the lighting. The, I mean, we don't even have to. We can start recording the actual this, the episodes still audio wise there. Oh yes, yes. I think if if the foam comes this week and we get it all set up, I would say a week to two weeks is when we can do the audio in there, for sure. Because it's still a little echoey and whatnot. I mean, we have this nice mixer, but you can have the best audio equipment, best mics in the world. But if you don't have the right sound treatment in a room, it's still going to sound horrible. Exactly. And I'm excited for the sound treatment. I, you are. I, bet I you got are. the colors I wanted. Oh, I'm stoked. Gosh. I'm stoked. We yeah. got to figure out a way to get it up, though. That's what. Don't <laughs> shut up. All right. I know I, I, I know I put myself there. <laughs> I stopped myself. Okay. Okay. We're good. I'm sorry I even brought it there. We are a family friendly show here. BS. <laughs> With how much you swear? What are you talking about? I do not. All right. It's called cussing. I swear. Get out of here. That's fucking bullshit. All right. <laughs> that's uh, that's it for the topic. It's time for some regular news. Just kidding. We don't have any regular news. All right. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that. I did. Thank you for doing the sound bites in there too. I knew you'd want them. Yes. Uh, no, but seriously, I, I couldn't find anything. Uh, there isn't, there hasn't been any updates. I, I again, I, I think it's because of the holidays and all that taking place. We're probably going to have playlist updates, all that stuff next week. So what I'm really hoping, and I'm not, I'm not getting my hopes up too much. Sure. But it would be really exciting if they came back from this holiday break. They're like, oh yeah, Halo CEs this far along, by the way. And we just get a huge update on what they've done. That'd be sick. And they say it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. January 20th. Perfect. And it's up. Um, yeah, but as soon as we have more information, we'll share it with you guys, obviously, on the show. Stay tuned. It will. Yeah. Video games. Video games. It's time for Will's Adventures Within the Lovers. Another game Well, what'd you play this week? Well. Or last week. Yeah. Last, last week. week, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, I jumped back on the, uh, the hype train of... Escape from Tarkov. Oh, I was, yeah, you put EFT in there. I'm like, what the fuck yeah. does that mean? Yep. So. I've seen a lot of people have been playing that recently. Yep. It's gotten a huge viewership boost the last couple of days on Twitch. No one really knows why, but all of a sudden it's exciting. I saw a couple big names. Well, Do- Dr. Lupo. Lupo. Yeah. Um, he pulled in Cloaksy. Oh, okay. Tim the Tatman. Oh, okay. Shroud's been streaming it forever. Um. There's been a lot of, yeah. But Shroud's on Mixer, so who cares? Right. I'm kidding. I'm um, kidding. <laughs> kidding. Calm down. Hey, look, Mixer could become the rival to Twitch. At some point, they just need to fix some infra- infrastructure things within yes. their website, on, yes. in my opinion. And here's, let's we can get back into this, but them pulling Ninja and Shroud over did nothing for their platform. It just, the people who came over are only watching Shroud and Ninja. Right. In my opinion. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah. It was it was big news stories for them for a couple of weeks. Yep. And but, then, but the nothing. thing those the thing is is those viewers 
aren't dispersing into the rest of Mixer. Like for me, I noticed if I did, like I watch Trout every once in a while on Twitch. Now, if I want to watch them on Mixer, I go to Mixer, but I don't browse Mixer for other streamers. No. I just watch Shroud. And then I'm like, okay, I got my Shroud content. I'm done. Now, is that a detriment to Mixer or is that just us not taking the time to go and look for other people? Well, I guess it could be a little of both because, because I mean, for me, like, Mixer has the recommended page, right? Like, here's our or our, here's our top streamers. Yeah, kind of like the front page, the, the front of page Twitch. of Twitch. Yeah, but there's no one ever on there that I'm like, I want to watch you. I scroll through, I I check out a few people at times. Sure, but I'm never like, no one, no one's grabbing my attention over there. Okay, like I can respect that. I don't know. I don't even know. Like some of the streamers I started watching, like Lupo. Lupo I found because, like, Ninja blew up on, on Fortnite, right? And I'm like, okay, I got to check out what's going on. And Ninja was playing with Lupo and Tim the Tatman. And that's how I found those guys. And I'm like, oh, these guys are great. Yeah. And Tim's actually pretty funny. Yeah. Lupo swears. He's back. So I, I love it. That's another, like, so Lupo's been heavily playing EFT, Escape from Tarkov. Yeah. And he used to be that family-friendly content guy when he was streaming Fortnite. Yep. And now that he's not regularly and he's back to doing kind of what he wants. He gets it. Yeah. He's, but he's, yeah, he's back to his normal self. I felt like he was so reserved during that, um, Fortnite period. Yep. And now he's back to just being himself. It's great. I love it. That's the thing. It's more entertaining for me. It feels more genuine to me. He has a, he has a wife and a kid. And when he, when it comes to stream time and he's playing what he wants and he's being himself, he swears. And I'm like, yeah, this is great. That's, that's the whole point. I love people being genuine. Like it, it's the whole, yeah, I, I'm not going to get into it. I'm just going to say, I love when people are genuine to themselves and are who, who they actually are. They're not putting on a face for anybody or anything like that. That's not, I love that. Love that. Um, so yeah, Tarkov. Um, Tarkov. That's the one where you, if you die, you lose your stuff, right? Yeah. So, um, it's kind of funny. This game came out a while ago, and it I did. bought it when it came out. It was in early access, right? For a long period of time? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and now it's still even in beta. Okay. So, Oh, that's right, because I remember people playing it in alpha yeah. way back, and you, you could buy, like... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, so um, I bought the cheapest version you could because I wasn't sure about the game at the time. Sure. And at the time, I guess I'm glad I did because when it first came out, I didn't really like it. It was, there was no instructions. No one knew what the hell to do. It's like, it was rough. Get in, get, try to get loot and get out. But no one really understood all the mechanics and everything that was actually in this game. So is the point to escape? Like it, it's in the name, but is, what is the objective of a, of a, of a match of Tarkov? Okay. So we can, I can go into tinfoil hat theory here. Just give me, when, you, when okay, you're playing so, a round of Tarkov, what are you supposed to do? Okay, so I'll tell you what happens when I load into the game. Okay. So, load into the game. Yeah. Um, you can, let's start, let's start from brand new. Perfect. So, so you, you, you load into the game, depending on what version of the game you bought. So there is like a $40, $60, $80, $150 version of the game. So depending on what tier you bought. What the, in the hell? 
depending on what tier game you bought, yep. depends on how much of a stash you have, okay. so how big your storage space is, okay. and what you got in it. So okay. part of me- But everyone gets the same game. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I was like, there's no, what? There's no extra- Well, now that it's in beta, I'm curious because there is like, in the higher tiers, it's like gets all access to future- Basically DLC. Okay. So there might be DLC in the future. Okay. Which is really tempting me now that I'm getting back into it to go, because you can upgrade after you buy the original game at a discounted price. So I might go back and buy the upgraded just because I get all the DLC in the future. Okay. Um, anyway, you load up the game. Um, you, there's, you have two options to either run as a scav or run as a PMC. Okay. When you first start the game, you have to run as a PMC first. W- w- like the first time loading in. Okay. Like ever. What is a PMC? That's basically, so PMC is your player. Um, this pulls equipment from your stash. Okay. To go into whatever map you choose. So you get to choose your loadout. Yes. Um, when When I first loaded into the game, in my loadout was only... Pistols, magazines, ammo, um, some healing, some meds, and some food, I believe. So when you when you run run as your character, you, you get to choose what map you go into. There's, I think, five, six maybe now. Okay. When I first started, there was only like three or four. So they've they've expanded already. That's nice. Um, but. You, you load in, you get a random spawn. Uh, the, I, I say random, but they're, they're spawn points, and you always spawn, like, within a radius of that spawn point. Okay. So, like, there's maybe three or four spawns on a map. You usually get one of them. Cool. Um, well, you have to get one of them. Duh. Um, and then the goal is basically just to survive and find your extraction point. Okay. So. So, is, is there not a time limit? There is a time limit. Okay. So you you load into the map. Yes. Um. You you press whatever your key binding is. You can check the time, and you can check your extraction points. Now your extraction points aren't the same every time. Okay. Unless. Do you have the same extraction point as everybody else? Like a selection of them, or are they different for everybody? So. There there's like. I'd say there's probably like. There could be anywhere from like, depending on the map. Yes. Like four to six or seven extraction points. Okay. So you usually get like three or four of them that load up in your, in your options when you spawn in. There's also extraction points where it's like, you need to find a paracord. You need to bring, you need to bring this with you. Um, or ones where you can't have a backpack on because you're going through a tiny sewer hole to okay, escape. So there's like some secondary objectives to some of them. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, cool. Or there's ones where you're like pay 7,000 rubles to get out, which is actually a decent amount of money. Okay. Um, that would be like selling probably like if you were to sell, like I, I'm, I've been selling my AKs for like 1,400. So really. Can you find money on the map, like within caches and whatnot? You can. Okay. So, yes. the So, once you're in, yes, the goal is to extract and leave, but you want to continuously improve your player, right? You want to get better gear to make yourself more apt to surviving. Correct. 
You want better gear and everything. Yeah, so there are um, NPC scavs on the map. Okay. Now, uh, scavs are the ones you're killing. Yes. Okay. Um, so as so, I'm talking as if you're your own character in the map right now. Yes. There. So there's. Yes. There's. There's. We'll just call them. We'll just call them scavs. They're just NPCs that spawn in in areas, and their goal is to kill you. They're defending their area. Okay. You are technically raiding in their area, trying to get their loot. Got it. They want you dead. Yes. Um. There are now, this is a new feature, but there are, um, they call them scav raiders and their job is like, I think, I think they're kind of playing on again, like the age old tale USA versus Russia because they only speak American. They come in and their job is just to kill everything. Like they're after you, they're after scavs. Uh Oh, like that's what they're there for. But I take it. They have a little bit higher tier loot. They do. They have better gear. Got it. Um, there's other players on the map that will try to kill you. You okay. also are trying to kill other players. You so want it's you against the world, basically. Yes. Okay. You, you want their loot. Yes. Um, what's great about this is it's, it's like a, it's, it's really realistic to me, at least like you drop in, you don't really know where you are. You're just at a point you got to find your way through the map and you learn the map as you go. Um, when you're looting, you can find maps of the area you're in, which tells you like more detailed like possible extraction points or where just point of interest on the map. Right. Sure. Um, so yeah, you just want to continuously get better loot and it's, it's, um, it's just a challenge every time. It's always exciting. It's always intense. It's very high risk, high reward. If you go in as your character and you do die out there or don't even extract in time, you lose everything you brought in with you. That was going to be my next question. So that time limit that you mentioned, mm-hmm. if that time limit expires, and you, but you're still alive, you still... You lose it. Okay. You, you go you go MIA, basically. You just oh. go missing in action, is what they call it. Wow. Like, it's, just think of it as... Like, if a soldier dropped into enemy territory, and he was supposed to be at an extraction point by a certain amount of time... That extraction's gone if you're he, not there. And if he's not there... Yep. He's missing in action. That's what they, I mean, it's just the same thing. So, um, yeah, you, lo- you then lose your character and all of this stuff. And it says if you died. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty high risk, high reward. You want to be very tactical with your movements. I'm probably at the point where I'm not tactical enough. Okay. Um, and I'm starting to get frustrated because I've been realizing the last few times I've been dying, it's always been to the scav raiders. And they're, they're smarter than the normal NPCs, too. Yeah. Like, they actually deploy, like, flanking tactics and things like that. Like, kind of crazy. Um, so I just need to be more careful. Sure. I need to learn to loot and get the fuck out. <laughs> I like um, it. Because they, they, they do get attracted to those gunshots, that noise. Um, there's certain tasks you can get from, um, there's, like, traders. So you, when you get gear, you can trade your gear to certain people. There's obviously a doctor, so they want meds, painkillers, stuff like that. Is this in the match or outside of the outside match? Outside of the match. Okay. Um, so this is all the stuff you, you'd want to extract. Yep. You also want to be able to build better guns, get the better ammo, so on and so forth. So um, that's running as a player, right? Okay. There's also kind of things on the map like you can find... You can go to a certain area and press a button on, I believe it's customs. 
Now that what that does is it opens a new extraction point, but raiders enter through that extraction point. So you have to be careful. And it has this loud blaring horn that the gate's opening so people know. Creates more of a high risk, high reward, right? I like it, yeah. So another extraction point, but um so you have to start the game as a PMC, but you can eventually play as a scav. So you can eventually play after like after you get out, um basically your scav goes on a twenty minute time down. Okay. So once you start your first run, you have like so I, I didn't realize this, but I wanted to just run as a scav when I loaded up the game again. So it counted down from the twenty minutes. I'm like, yeah, here we go. And then it and then the twenty minutes ran out and it like seven minutes. I'm like, wait a second. Looked it up. You had to run as a PNC. So I came back, and when you run as a scav, the other NPC scavs on the map are your friend. Are your friends until you shoot one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So do you know that they're a scav? Like, do they no. wear something different? Oh, wow. So if you just if you just happenstance shoot one, then you're fucked. Yeah. So it's okay. really hard to tell. I mean, uh, like, scavs mainly wear the same thing. They have a certain scav vest. They have the same kind of gear um, that they that they carry. So do you then not take your gear in as a scav? Right. You get randomized gear. You, okay. ne- you, re- you rarely have a helmet or armor, so you're very exposed. Can you pick them up on the map, though? But yes, it's just like being a raider. You can pick up anything on the map. Okay. Wait, so I take it you can extract as well? Yep. So there's different scav extractions from player extractions, and they do share some of the same. Okay. And then if you extract stuff... As a scav, can you apply that to your PMC? Yep. Then you can go in. So the the, the thing the thing about the scav run is it's kind of the uh, you're probably not going to get as good of loot from it, right? But it's a lower risk. But it's a lower risk because if you die, you never had that stuff to begin with anyway. Right. If you run out of there, you get something. Okay, so um, it's a lower risk, lower reward. Mm-hmm. Cool. So yeah, your job you the option. Your job then as a scav is to kill players. And raiders, which is harder to do since you spawn in with lower Less tier stuff. Go- yeah. My favorite thing to do as a scav, and this is when I was just trying to build my inventory a little bit, but there's a, a map called Factory. It's their smallest map. It's like they have different difficulties listed on each map too, and it's one of the easier ones at the time. So you just load into Factory. And generally I'd wait until... So I need to learn a little bit when raids actually quote-unquote start. Because the loot just loads for that map, and it stays the same until the raid closes. Okay. Um, but I generally will ro- load into a raid as a scav on a factory, and people are already dead. There's bodies. I just go loot the scraps and go take what I need. I don't really shoot at anybody unless I have to. And I get the fuck out. <laughs> I like it. So Low risk. Low reward. Yeah. See, perfect. But that, but so I'm at the point in the game where like I could do a factory run. It's fine. I can survive it. Um, it's then moving up to the next maps. Like there's the woods, which plays like each map plays very differently. Um, you have the woods, which is just woods, woods with like okay. a train station area. Okay. Um, there is uh, interchange, which is like a giant mall. They have a fake Ikea. It's called idea. Of course it is. And like, wow. Yep. So you can go in and then like, there's an actual like mall, almost it looks like the mall of America section where there's just tons of stores everywhere and random loot all in these stores. Okay. um, It's difficult because it's open yet closed at the same time. And I need to, like I said, I need to learn to be more tact. 
I was going to say, I bet people can just hide in the stores all they want. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the point. Like, sound travels so well in that game. And, like, my, the sound is amazing. Like, gunshots actually are very directional, and you can hear. And when there's a battle going off, even way in the distance, you can still hear the... It's kind of really cool. That sounds cool. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy the high risk, high reward, the intensity each match has of trying to just survive. Another thing that's pretty intensive is the healing system. So say you get shot in the arm, your arm can actually like lose all its quote unquote health and then make, maybe you can't like ADS right. Or um, you can also, if you catch it in time before you, your arm like completely lose, you can apply splints. You can use morphine to not feel the pain. Cause like if you're, if your uh, person's feeling too much pain, their vision will get blurry, and um, it's 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 so incredible. So in other words, don't get shot because right. that sounds terrible. Right. So that's part of being very sneaky, and which is not usually my play style. Sure, but it, I'm I'm learning. Um. But yeah, I enjoy it. If if you get shot in the leg, you're limping the rest of the time. You can't really jump, but you can apply splints. You can, like I said, morphine. There's different uh, med packs you can get that heal you differently. Okay. Um. I'm having a hard time. I need to find more of that stuff. Sure. Um, and then other than just getting in and out of places, um, the traders I talked about, they have gear you can buy to upgrade your stuff. Yep. They also have tasks they want you to do. So when you first log into Tarkov, you have two tasks. One's from the ma- the first guy you run into and then the, the healer. And the first guy's like, you're new here. You're sketchy. Show me you're loyal. Your first task is to kill five scavs and turn in two of these shotguns to me to prove that you're, like, okay. Yeah. So the more lo- the more you do these tasks and the more you trade with these people, the higher your loyalty gets with them. Just like in real life, the more you deal with someone, the more familiar you're going to be. And they'll give you discounts on things. You can They'll um, open up their inventory to you even more. So it's kind of cool. Sweet. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's very involved. With, without being very involved. Like, you could just go in and run and not do all that stuff either and still have right. a good time. Right. Um, you have those options, too. Yep. And then now, I think with their latest update, they have this thing called the hideout, which you go into, and it's like your player's hideout, and you can upgrade, like, uh, you can upgrade your stash. So you can get, a, like, I started with a 10 by, like, 26, and you can go up to, like, 36. I think 48 or 66 is one of the highest. Okay. Now, if you bought the top tier game with, like, 150 bucks, you, you got, get that. You stuff. get that. Okay. So, part of me wants all the future DLC. Sure. I might just upgrade and get a bigger stash anyway. But, but um, at least you, you have that option if you want right. to do that. So, other things you can unlock in your hideout are things like um, an area where you can craft healing material, materials now. You found... You found like these packets uh, on the field and the, these items, you can now make a bigger med kit, so to speak. Nice. Um, they have areas like if you build that up, you um, you regain health faster after your raid. Because if you die in a raid, obviously you're damaged. Yes. You can choose to use your healing items to heal your person and go back in. Or there's a like health over time regeneration. Okay. So your health re- will regenerate faster, which is... Uh, I would rather not use the gear because right. the gear is hard enough to find as it is. Exactly, if you can save it. So, yeah. No, it's I've, I've been enjoying it a lot. I've been getting awesome. into it. I was so frustrated when it first came out because there was no information and no one knew what to do. And I died so quick. And I just didn't understand the game at the time. Now, I understand it more. A lot more fun. A lot more enjoyable. It's intense trying to get in and get out with gear. I've been playing with my buddy Joey. Um, and he's just a hoot to play games with. He's... 
He's yes. All, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I know how else to explain. How it. does he do? Because he's usually an aggressive player as he's well. He's an aggressive player. Um, it depends. Um, okay. So there's some times where I'm surprised that he wants to extract so fast and just get out. Sure. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to get yeah. that gear. Um, you got to you got to get the gear and get the fuck out. Yes. Like you said. Yep. So again, like I was saying, going back to the maps, there's different maps. So the like IKEA one, that one's harder to, to idea run. One. Idea. Yes. Yes. That's harder to run than the factory map and the woods. Right. Is, the, the woods is difficult too because I realistically you're gonna do better if you have a scoped weapon because it's the woods and if you see someone running. Right. You have, yeah. You have that advantage. Yep. Um. Now they did come out with a new map called the Labs. And that is like the top tier, top of the line loot in that area. But you have to buy a key to get in there, and it's hella expensive. And if you're going in there, you have to have the top tier loot already to get more top tier loot because it's like that intense of a situation. So it's like the end game of Tarkov right I now. I think so. Right now, yes. So I think where this game is going to go, in my mind, is they keep unlocking more of these areas of the map and I think eventually your goal is to get like enough gear to take on this huge like boss fight to get out of Tarkov and survive. Like I think that's where it's gonna go. Like your your friend, like you're gonna have to use all your resources through all the relationships you've built, all these t- tactics that you've had to learn on these different maps because like labs, right? Yeah. I've watched people play labs. It's literally you spawn in this area. You're probably holding that area down that you spawned in for like 15 minutes and not barely moving because. You'll want to hear all the sounds. You want to know where everyone's coming from. And that's another thing. Map knowledge is huge in this game. So when you're first starting, it's going to be rough. You're going to die a lot, like I am right now. But the drive to want to get that gear and get better, and that's why I like the scav runs so much too. Like my plan when I'm by myself is to like have my PC up, play a scav run, hit my HDMI switch button, play some Halo while my 20 minutes countdown, hit the button back, do another scav run, just so I can build up gear because you lose it so fast right in the, in the beginning because you're just trying to learn the maps and learn where to go. Yep. But yeah, it's intense. It's time-consuming. I was up till 5 a.m. this morning playing. What the fuck? So yeah. <laughs> um, it, but it's enjoyable. I really like it. It's video games. Video games. Um, and it's a hot thing right now. Yeah. So, I have to watch. I should watch more streams of it. Yeah, I would. That's what I should do. Um... Cleans, I believe his name is. Okay. Really good EFT player. Dr. Lupo's obviously entertaining. Yep. And I love lately he's been like clap back, clapping back at his chat for dumb people. He'll just be like, get the fuck out of here or something to like a viewer that's like, he, he you know, I, f- I feel like he was family friendly for so long during that Fortnite time. And, you know. That people I, forgot. Well, that, well, probably that. But also like he's had to just deal with dumb people being oh dumb. yeah oh and that's now, the worst now that he's back to just doing what he wants yep he's just like no i'm done putting up with this zero tolerance get, policy. get out of my stream yep zero tolerance policy i love it yeah like s- someone was coming in and telling him to play with someone and he's like i think you forgot where you came to that says twitch.tv slash dr lupo not in the not your not whatever the username was yep. so get the hell out of here and let me do what i want <laughs> like, see like, that's that's yeah. the thing is that it to me it's oh man 
like I said, the zero tolerance policy. It's good. If you don't, this is why I lurk in streams. I don't chat. If you don't have anything nice or smart to say, then just don't fucking say it. Just leave it alone. Or if you're having, a, I, obviously, if you're having a conversation with somebody in chat, then that's completely different. But yeah. don't fucking harass the streamer or anything like that. Yes. Just enjoy the time. Um, But anyway, yeah, Dr. Lupo is great to watch for EFT. Shroud knows his stuff on Interchange. Yeah. Um, It's funny watching, like, Tim and Cloaksy try to learn to play. Oh, God, yeah. Cloaksy killed Lupo the other day when they were on the same team because... There's no nameplate. Yeah, you don't right? know. There's yeah. just nothing. So it was, he, uh, Cloaksy the day before killed Tim after Tim's like, I'm in this room. I'm going to come out. Someone comes out. Cloaksy freaks out and just shoots him and it's Tim. And then, <laughs> so Dr. Lupo, Tim, and Cloaksy spawn in and you don't, you don't spawn like right next to each other. You got to find each other. Uh-oh. So um, Cloaksy's like, I, Dr. Lupo goes, I'm in the middle of the road. I'm walking directly towards you, Cloaksy. And Cloaksy's like, jump check. Right? So jump for me so I can tell. And Cloaksy stands up out of the bush that he was in. And in the corner of your eye, you can see Lupo jump. But then as Cloaksy turns towards him, Lupo's character lags. And just, oh, no. And just walks in place place towards Cloaksy. And Cloaksy pops him in the head. And Cloaksy was like, you weren't jumping. And then obviously it was Lupo it was jumping, but he was lagging on Cloaksy's uh, view. Yeah. So it just turned into this whole thing. That's funny. Um. It's also Dr. Lupo has been like trying to get other streamers to play EFT. And he's like, here's my plan chat. Now you can't tell anyone we're going to get all these guys together in a giant raid. Didn't and he say he wants to get Ninja to play it or something? Yeah. Shit? Yeah. And he's like, we're going to get all these players together and send them all into one raid. And I'm going to st- stream snipe the shit out of them. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be amazing. <laughs> that would be hilarious that to would watch. Be really funny. Oh, it'd be great. But anyway, EFT really enjoying it. Good. Probably game of the week for me right now. Awesome. Otherwise, I jumped into GTA 5 with uh, our buddy Dom. Yep. There's a new raid, or heist. Heist is the word they use. Yes. New, I've been saying raid the for so long. The casino one. Yes, the casino one. So we completed that. I got a million dollars. That was pretty exciting. Congratulations. Because um, Dom doesn't take the cut because he has a shit ton of money already. Yep. Um, so I appreciated that. And then um, we were, I ran into a lot of audio issues where the audio would cut in and out. Okay. And... Um, I don't know. It's just annoying. That game can be iffy on PC for sure. Hackers do run rampant at times. They do. So it could have been part of it. You never know. Um, I did not win a car on the wheel spin spin this week. I was very disappointed. I won discount on clothes and sweatshirts and random crap that I didn't need. But I I remember when I won those cars. I need more cars. Yeah. Um, And then I also played some Rocket League. Rocket League. I got um, after I was done with GTA. Uh, I was trying to get on Escape from Tarkov, but because there was such a surgence this weekend, um, the servers went down. Oh. And there were so many new players that their servers couldn't handle it. Wow. And I think I, I contribute that to the streamers because it blew up for some reason this weekend. Sure. All the streamers hopped back on it. There was, I do know why, there was drops in, uh, there was Twitch drops. So if you linked your account, oh. you got drops. And there were so many new players. So, uh Sounds Battle, like they know what they need to fix. Battle State Games said that they are going to do a, probably another drop session, but they are prepared this time for the servers. Good. So they they they've learned their lesson. Good. Um, and from everything I've seen from this company, it the game's great. Like I wish I hope they do more. Oh, I bet they will, especially considering it's still in beta. But yeah, so while the servers were down, um, Dom was like, "What are we going to do?" 
because Dom was interested. He was going to check it out. I don't know if he's going to buy the game. Sure. He was he was interested, so he was looking up things, but the servers were bad. So, like, well, I think the only other thing we have is Rocket League. And yep. I was like, by the way, I've maybe played 10 games in my life. I suck. So Game's fun. They were, yeah, it was fun. They were teaching me how to play and what to do. And I um, got left on defense a lot, which is probably not good for a new player because... I didn't know how to make the fancy aerial saves. It's okay, just talk to him about me playing goalie. Oh, oh god. He'll complain a lot. Okay. <laughs> just just talk to him about me being goalie. That was fucking something. But anyway, I've rambled on for over a half hour. It's been too long. Uh Josh, what'd you play this week? I play Pokemon Sword and Shield. That's yeah. it. I moved. It's it, it's a long process. Yes, yes. I haven't had any time to actually play many video games whatsoever. We we're setting things up in the studio. That's where the main PC is. Um I'm going to work on getting the secondary PC in the, in the downstairs living space because that way I can get Oculus set up. So I'm do some VR stuff. But no, I play Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, I was making gym leaders my bitch. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it, yeah. Yeah. So I've Fun seen game. like King Gathalion play and whatnot. Yeah. And the gym leaders are supposed to be the challenge. But he's just like, no, well, the Elite Four and the champion are supposed to be the challenge. And then online battles against other people it's supposed to be the real challenge sure the gym leaders if you know what you're doing and everybody should know what they're doing they're pushovers if seriously like if you don't know the rules of pokemon if you go if you have a type advantage so like if there is a fire gym leader and use water pokemon against them you're more than likely going to win right it's as simple as that right yep and yeah it's just it's it's just funny to me. Um, but no, I'll say that. Shameless plug. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna say it. go to jkfire.org. My game of the year list is up from 2019, and Pokemon Sword and Shield is on there at some point in time. So read that if you're interested in what I thought about games this year. I mean last year, but no, Pokemon is exactly what you're expecting it to be. If you played one Pokemon game, you're going to know what this one's about. It's easy. But no, I like it a lot, and the gym leaders are total pushovers. All right. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to play more video games this week. Sounds good, man. Will, it's time for some shout-outs. First up, shout-out to AGDQ Awesome Games Done Quick for their week-long speedrunning stream to donate money for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Uh, twitch.tv forward slash games done quick. It started today, the day we're recording, which is a Sunday. Um, it goes all week long. Please, I will say this. Um, like, I've had family members pass away due to cancer. I know friends and friends and other family members who've had family members die from cancer. Uh, cancer is a motherfucker. Um, it's one of the worst things in this world. And anything anybody can do to help that foundation prevent more deaths from cancer. That is, that's all we can ever ask for. So if you have the means to please donate again, it's twitch.tv forward slash games done quick. If you want to watch some amazing speedrunners, go through some incredible games, super, super fast. Um, I highly recommend you check out the stream. I also, I looked ahead to the schedule. I'm just going to forewarn everybody. Halo is not on the list this year for AGDQ. Um, it's been in years past, different Halo games, but it's not this year. It's unfortunate, but there's a, still a ton of other games as well. Maybe your favorite's on that list. Please check out the stream. Donate if you can. 
Let's fight cancer together. And then I also want to shout out Stryker for setting up the Send Sandman to Anaheim GoFundMe. So if you go to the GoFundMe that's linked in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, if you don't know who David Sandman is, uh, he is a photographer, a professional photographer, that is. And he's been to damn near every major Halo event for a very long time. He does incredible work. But he he put out on Twitter uh, just a little bit of time ago that due to financial constraints, he won't be able to attend DreamHack Anaheim. Um, so uh, Stryker set up this GoFundMe to hopefully send Sandman to Anaheim. It's a $2,000 goal, if I'm not mistaken. So again, if you have the means and you want to see some incredible photography done at Anaheim, please go ahead and donate to that GoFundMe. Let's see if we can get David there. He's a phenomenal person. He's super humble. One of the nicest people I've had the pleasure of meeting. And he does incredible work. So go ahead and do that if you if you have the means to. That's it for the shout-outs. It's time for some community creations. Meme Saturday. Not Monday. Should be Saturday, but you know what the fuck are you going to do? Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo. Check it out. Next up, Marcus Lato finds old Halo 2 cinematics. This is by Marcus Lato on Twitter. And uh, they're just like early render concepts for cutscenes for Halo 2. They look really cool. He found them on an old hard drive of his. He used to work for Bungie, for those who didn't know. And he worked on Halo 2. Uh, also other Halo games, but that's besides the point. Then we have Halo Game Show Best Moments from Halo Outpost Discovery. This is by Podtacular. You can go ahead and check out the YouTube video in the Google Doc of the show. It's the show. Bunch of fun stuff in there. And finally, we have Clips of the Week number 35 by High Tech Redneck. YouTube link will be included as well. Will, that's all I got. And uh, you got a hockey game to start preparing for. Yeah. Who you play, who you play against tonight? Um, it's either the Bold, I think it's the Bold North, who are first place in our league. We are tied for, there's a, there's a three-way tie for fourth place right now in our okay. league, and we're tied for that fourth place. Okay. So. Will making the shots, getting the goals. <laughs> winning the games we'll see we'll see we're uh our record is four and four which isn't great hey that's not bad though you're 500 team right now 500 team tied see? for fourth place which is about 500 well there's only eight teams in our division this year so think about it this way right now you're as good as the cowboys were when they lost when they uh didn't make the playoffs so great great i mean hey it is what it is. Hey, we'll plug the show. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Search for HCS Pro Talk. We are on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a reveal and let others know about the show. You can join the Discord. Join the community discussion. See what's going on over there. We have a lot of discussion about Halo and other topics, IRL, whatever you may be looking for. You can find it in the Discord. Join our Xbox Club or Spartan Company. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your Xbox device. And then we are also on the social medias. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, and Esportspedia. Search for HCS Pro Talk on your platform of choice. Josh, tell yes, the fine people at home what we have on our next episode. On the next episode of HCS Pro Talk, we have the HPTCASB for short, or HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Bracket matchup number 10 results, Shotzi versus Snakebite. I wonder how this is going to shake up any brackets again. And we also have the HCS Pro Talk Community All-Star Breaker, HPTCSB for short matchup number 11. Discussion, snipe down, going up against Hook. Interesting. Again. A little reciprocity action there? Yeah. Envy. Envy. Envy well, at the envy. time. 
Yes. Yes. Um, again, these quarterfinal matchups are a lot of young guns versus the old vets. It is. Kind of funny how it just, it just shook out that way. It is. Um, I'm excited to see what the semifinals are going to look like because oh gosh. this is going to be crazy. It's going to be nuts. Um, snipe down and hook. Snipe down and hook. Oh, boy. Get ready. Yep. That's all I got. That's all I got, man. You know, we're just just chilling, wasting time. Hey, Will, you know what time it is? It's just before. What time is it? Closing time. I fucking hate that song. Well, band sings it. You know what? I don't know. But I. you know what I do know? I know who I want to take me home. I don't I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 108 for HCS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next week where we're going to talk about some Halo, maybe some regular Halo news for once. Who the fuck knows? But stay tuned to find out. But until then, bye-bye.